Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, here we are in uh, March. I think it's Wednesday, Aaron, March the 21st. We're uh, taping Actually, this. February the 21st. March, yes. February, April, <laughs> February. One of those months, yeah. <laughs> I was on a, I was Good on to a, see you. I was on a call and uh, I was uh, just yesterday and I was uh, talking. Um, you know, I'm going to be, I have a, a, a certain thing happening uh, February uh, or June. I said January. Twenty-fourth, uh, at the end of the month, and mm-hmm. the guy says, "Well, you mean February?" And I said, "I said no, it's it's January, end of the month, January." You know, and <laughs> I think because we went to the Caribbean, I'm still back there. <laughs> yes, yeah, you just haven't caught up on time. <laughs> and I said, "I think I still want to be there." <laughs> That's awesome. That's kind of funny. Yeah, so it's uh, February. Um, yes, and uh, we're taping this right before. Uh, we both experience uh, our Valentines with our Valentines, and it's going to be fun yep. uh, to do that. Um, I've already uh, ordered uh, uh, one of Linda's love languages. Is she does uh, love receiving uh, flower bouquets, mm-hmm. um, and so I, you know, I know I kind of know what she likes. So I've got that, and I've learned. I would think so after this many years, right? I, I've, <laughs> I've learned that uh, she likes to enjoy them for quite a while. Because mm. I would la- used to just bring it on th- on Valentine's, right? And she would really well. Why don't you just give it to me the week before so I can enjoy it, you know, more? And oh yeah, okay, I can do that, you know. So um, sweet. I planned all that, and that's going to be fun. And um, and she likes that, and so we'll have a good time. Uh, but we've been talking about, you know, our topic uh, is still hearing God's voice. Uh, we've discussed uh, how God works with. During the night season, last uh, time mm-hmm. we talked about during the night season, uh, that God is instructing us. Mm-hmm. Um, and keep thinking the beauty, the wonder, and the joy of the, of the work of the Holy Spirit that uh, enters into our soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't, you know, and this is this is hard to understand it is he doesn't um, demand or or control the soul because it's the seat of our will mm-hmm. and uh, life with God is always a choice mm-hmm. uh, and he says and this is in Deuteronomy 30 he says I set before you life and death blessing or cursing choose life he does say that I put the Holy Spirit within you Right. To allow you to be able to live that life out. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way it's done is through uh, dialogue, hearing his voice, uh, surrendering my will to his, processing that so that I, I walk with him through choices. Uh, but it's not a demand. So, uh, and, it ta- and the Bible talks about this, is that it, they use the words like quenching. 
Mm-hmm. You can quench the Holy Spirit. You can right. grieve the Holy Spirit. You can shunt down the Holy Spirit. Um, so he's there, but it's up to us to experience the life of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the life of it is through uh, the battle of the flesh, right? which is uh, my sin nature is to my will is to do what I think is good right. for me. It's really yielding and surrendering yeah. to him, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And and by the way, um, uh, Paul does a great discussion of this in Romans chapter 5 of uh, the sin nature came about mm-hmm. because of the will of Adam and Eve. They, they violated uh, what God had said and they chose their own will and then lost the essence of the uh, spiritual connectivity um, and then everybody born from that point forward have a, has a sin nature, and it's it's geared toward the flesh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we stand condemned. And he said the remedy is is to be born again, have the Holy Spirit reenter, accept what Christ has done, and, and start living the life of God. But it's a choice that we are to make so that um, he is consistently inviting us, instructing us, help, trying to get our attention but we have to be real willing to receive it uh, and process it. And he has a great privilege of saying, um, I can give you dreams. I can speak to you while you're mm-hmm. sleeping. Um, you know, and then one question that, that I, I do ask a lot of people, particularly in our retreats, it is, uh, you know, where's the Holy Spirit? And they, right. all, they all say within me. They all say that. Mm-hmm. I said, <laughs> uh, what, what do you think he's doing? Right. You know, right. And, and, a, and a lot of people, when I, when I say that, and I said, really, what most people operate as if, yeah, he's there, but he's just waiting for me to die and then I get to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. He says, no, he wants to live life now. Right. And he wants to communicate. And, and in order to do that, we have to be able to hear his voice mm-hmm. and be able to understand it and process. So we talked about, you know, that God uses dreams, insights, uh, instructions, thoughts, you you talked about, uh, you know, gave you a verse and reinforced that verse and mm-hmm. et cetera. Well, um, there's a wonderful process of, of carrying that forward. And, and it's, it's uh, given to us in the story of Cornelius and Peter. So uh, go to Acts 10. And first of all, just read verses 1 to 6. And we'll kind of set sure. it up. Acts 10, 1 to 6. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian Regiment a devout man and one who feared God with all his household, who gave alms generously to the people and prayed to God always. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius. And when he observed him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? So he said to him, Your prayers and your alms have come up for memorial before God. Now send men to Joppa and send for Simon, whose surname is Peter. He is lodging with Simon, a tanner, whose house is by the sea. He will tell you what you must do. Yeah. Uh, of course, so Cornelius, uh, he's a Roman soldier, mm-hmm. uh, what's called a centurion um, in uh, Caesarea. Uh, Caesarea is, uh, if you know anything about Israel, um, it's on the coast of the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it would be uh, west of Tel Aviv, where the airport is, and then west of okay. Jerusalem. Okay. Um, and uh, it would happen to be 
where Herod, who was the uh, prefect there in Israel, so he was he was Israeli, but he's a ruler uh, under the uh, Roman rule. Okay. Um, and but he was he was a wealthy uh, person, super wealthy person, mm-hmm. and he built fabulous uh, palaces and and things. He had one of the first. Uh, and again, because of the Roman influence, and he was probably very, uh, you know, entwined with with Rome. But um, he built what think of one of the first football stadiums mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, right there in Caesarea, and you can see it today. Okay. It's, fa- it's fabulous. Oh wow! It's fabulous. Oh, that's, it, it's fabulous. That's great. It's like I could imagine. You know, think of two thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. You're sitting in this really spectacular thing. You know that that watching. You know, of course, they were watching games and stuff, and. Uh, so that's Caesarea, and uh, Cornelius is uh, a Roman soldier, over 100 people, the centurion, um, and he's grown up Roman uh, in the, into the Roman system. The Roman system of belief was myths, mm-hmm. um, where they had a god over every different thing, you know, war and love and, uh, right. uh, you know, different uh, operations. Um, and evidently... Uh, and we don't have much more than this, but um, he was—he befriended people who were Jewish, mm-hmm. um, and either attended or at least got associated with the synagogue. Right. Um, and as he was listening to them and learning from them, um, Israel, the Jews, said, "We have one God, the one true God, who created mm-hmm. it all." Um, and he's in charge of it. These myths are, are not true. Um, Cess, uh, uh, Cornelius, at this point, says that he thought maybe that was right. Mm-hmm. Wasn't sure. Uh, but he said he prayed. And the prayer was, if you're real mm-hmm. and what they say is true, I'd like to know that. Um mm. And and then he, by the way, he would give alms, meaning he would give some of his money, which he, which a Gentile didn't generally doesn't do, right, to the synagogue, you know, for the for the sake of the of the of the work there. So he's friendly, he's exposed to it. His question that he has inside is, is this really true? I think it might be, but I don't know it. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's really true, and and you're who you say you are, because it says he prays to God, but he doesn't know who he's praying to. Right. Um, I would like to know that. Mm. Well, guess what? And this is where the beauty and the simplicity of hearing God's voice. He's he's not a believer. He's not Jewish. Hmm. Um, he's a Roman citizen. Just says, I have an interest in this. Mm-hmm. Okay, who shows up? It, an angel. God sends an angel. An yes. angel. And he uh, knows right away that yeah. it's from God. Yeah, I love that. Okay, now... The cool thing is, is that he knows it's an angel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's talking to the angel. Right. And the angel's talking to him. Yeah. He's hearing God's voice. Right. And he said, hey, your prayers are answered. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk about this. Um, he says, so I tell you what. Go send for Peter, mm-hmm. who's in Joppa. He's in this street at this place and go get him mm-hmm. and have him come and tell you. Okay. All right. 
I can do that. Um, obviously, ideally, since he's saying, well, you've answered my prayer, why don't you just tell me the answer? Right. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you what. Just go, just go get him. Okay. All right. So that's set up on that side of it. Okay. Now mm-hmm. read the other part of it and go uh, uh, verses 9 through 20 uh, now with uh, Peter. Sure. The next day, as they went on their journey and drew near the city, Peter went up on a housetop to pray about the sixth hour. Then he became very hungry and wanted to eat. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance, and he saw heaven opened, and an object like a great sheet bound at four corners, descending to him and let down to the earth. In it were all kinds of four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, creeping things, and birds of the air. And a voice came to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything common or unclean. And a voice spoke to him again the second time, What God has cleansed you must not call common. This was done three times, and the object was taken up into heaven. Now while Peter wondered within himself what this vision which he had seen meant, behold, the men who had been sent from Cornelius had made inquiry for Simon's house and stood before the gate. And they called and asked whether Simon, whose surname was Peter, was lodging there. While Peter thought about the vision, the Spirit said to him, Behold, three men are seeking you. Arise, therefore, go down and go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. Yeah. So um, Peter, uh, remember this is Mm -hmm. post-resurrection. He's used to, we have lots of stories already of him uh, hearing God's voice and being able to go where God tells him and do what God tells him to do and see God at work in a mighty way, Mm -hmm. uh, miraculously. And it talks all about this prior to these verses uh, that they experienced the supernatural all the time. Right. Um, And they were experiencing, you know, just experience this, receive this, be part of this, and see what God's going to do. And they they did. Um, He sees a vision. and it's all these unclean animals. Unclean meaning these were prohibited in the Old Testament right. for the Jew to eat, participate with, and be part mm-hmm. of. Um, and interesting enough, um, part of it was because of the truth of it. And that's this. Uh, he's talking about pork. He's talking about mm-hmm. shellfish. He's talking about things that they didn't know uh, during most of the Old Testament time, how to cook it properly, right? And if they didn't, in a way cook, that wouldn't make people sick. Yeah, yeah, and if they didn't cook it properly, they got sick and or died mm-hmm. from it. Uh, well, by this time, they did. They did learn to. They had mm-hmm. learned to do that, but but because it was prohibited, they said, "Well, we're not going to touch that," and they considered it unclean, mm-hmm. um, and therefore I'm not going to do it. So Peter was part of that. Didn't do it. Uh, gets the vision, and what's the instruction? What does God say? Um, rise, rise up and do what? Rise up and go down with them, doubting nothing. I've no, I'm talking them. about the the food, the vision. What was? Oh, the, the oh, food. Yeah. yeah. Don't call anything I've said is clean unclean. Yeah. You know, you can go and eat this. Go eat it. Get up and eat it. And he says, No, I'm not going to do that. Um, I've never done that. I'm not going to do it. No, three times. Do it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what I'm instructing you to do. And he says, I can't do it. Um, and in a way, it was actually a fairly healthy response because uh, as God speaks to you, 
there's going to be new things that he says. Mm -hmm. That you need clarity for, right? Yeah, that you need is, to know it's what he's saying. Is either it seems contrary mm -hmm. uh, to Scripture, or I've never experienced this, or uh, my church taught this, and, mm -hmm. and I'm not sure about that. Um, and God said, that's okay. He said, the key is one, did you hear what I said? Mm -hmm. Peter I heard. <laughs> no problem. Right. I heard what you said. Uh, and the next question is, well, then come and be obedient to that. Mm -hmm. And Peter says, oh, I just can't yet. Um, and God said, that's okay. I'd rather have you walk into it than blindly just say yes to it without understanding it. Mm. And he actually uses the I'm not sure yet as a very positive thing. And it's all based on what happens next. Mm -hmm. um, do you reject it? Eh, I'm not doing it. That's it. But it doesn't say that. Uh, Peter says, while he's pondering, mm -hmm. what the heck is this all about? Um, I know God spoke it to me. I know the instruction. I don't have the wherewithal yet to follow that instruction, but I mm -hmm. wonder what this is all about. Right. And he pondered it so that as you are hearing God's voice, um, he is uh, willing, desiring, and saying, stay with me. Mm -hmm. Keep processing with me, particularly when you're not sure, or particularly right. when I give you an instruction that is hard to follow or something brand new that you're not sure about. Like, for example, um, you and I talk, um, and we've been in, in this place in the End Times Fridays talking about the rapture. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the church, the American church, primarily has taught, as saying it's absolute, that we're going to be raptured pre-trip, before the tribulation. Right. And people have received that as, oh, I guess that's true. Mm -hmm. What we're trying to show them out of the scripture is that maybe not. Now, we're not saying right. it's not true. It may be true, but we don't. it's not conclusive by but any stretch. But there's lots right? of scriptures that would say, yeah, maybe not, by just what the word has to say. Now, and here's what we're encouraging everybody to do, is when you see something like that and say, well, I can see the words maybe not. Mm -hmm. My church teaches yes, which is what Peter had learned. Well, my, my Jewish heritage had taught me this. You're saying something different. Mm -hmm. um, and what God says, keep pondering it, mm -hmm. keep pursuing it. Don't shut it off. And actually, interesting enough, don't blindly just say yes to it. Um, it's actually healthy that you do. And he says, you know, I'm struggling with this. He said, okay. Um, and then he says, now, uh, I've sent some guys to get you. Go with them. Mm -hmm. Now, Peter says, I can do that. Right. Okay, That's now, the next step I can take. <laughs> okay, now think of the difference. He was struggling with the first instruction, rise, mm -hmm. rise and eat and, and kill it and eat. Um, he says, no, go with these guys. He mm -hmm. says, yes. Okay, what fundamentally, what's the difference for Peter? Well, for Peter, he had gotten the type of instruction you know, go somewhere new, go ahead and take this next step before. So he was familiar enough with that to take that step in faith 
and know, okay, that I, we can start there. It's part of the journey, and then God will get me where he needs to get me. Yeah, um, that I've heard this before. I've followed mm-hmm. this. Um, I know when the Spirit says go, I, I can easily go, and right. I see the result of that. Yeah. And that's an easy one for me to receive. Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll go with that. Um, now, uh, as he uh, moves forward with that, um, he's pondering the the thing. Uh, he told Cornelius, you know, here's here's what you're supposed to do, um, and he uh, he goes. Um, so um, uh, when he went down there uh, and go down to um, uh, verse thirty four, because he. He goes down, and it even says while he's walking, he's pondering what these what these mean. Now he does know something. The guys you sent me are Gentiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically, and he even says this to Cornelius, I'm not even supposed to come. Um, right. But God told me to come. Um, I am. Uh, uh, is your dog announcing that those those guys might be there pretty soon? I think is she that? is announcing that the, the Stanley Steamers are here. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll uh, cut this short, and then you can go uh, answer the door. But um, uh, and we'll pick it up next time. But um, he starts to recognize that. Well, you told me to go, but these guys are are Gentiles, and he's, he's thinking about this unclean. I'm not supposed to be with unclean. Gentiles are unclean. You just told me that um, they are clean. And then in verse uh, 34, and then we'll pick this up again, Peter opens his mouth, the Corinthians says, I perceive that God shows no partiality. Yep. Um, and he, he says, um, uh, I perceive that God shows no partiality. Uh, and he starts to recognize that um, what he's putting together is this isn't just about food it is about food but it's not just about food it's about uh, the uh, opportunity to God take the gospel to the Gentiles and that he opens it up to everybody that is has a heart to go and that there's no restriction to that and he's trying to open that up to Peter so that they start to uh, encourage and spread the good news to the Gentiles, one of which is Cornelius. Uh, and so God's working both sides of the deal. And that is, um, hey, Cornelius, I have somebody to give you an answer, and but I'm working in him to be able to give you the answer so that he recognizes that I'm opening it up you know, to the Gentiles. Uh, and it's such a, a fantastic opportunity uh, for God to work it, and it's all about both of them hearing God's voice, processing what that meant, and God orchestrating it step by step by step so that um, it's uh, the opportunity to let God uh, give wisdom, give insight, give clarity to something on both sides. So uh, with Cornelius, I'm going to show you who God is. And then, and then Peter says, um, I'm trying to understand this vision, which I'm having a hard time with. And God's putting the dots together to say it's about the Gentiles. And he says, so it's opening up to the Gentiles. Uh, and then he, he gives uh, Cornelius, and he, by the way, Cornelius had invest, invited friends and family to hear it. 
they all received Jesus as, as Lord and Savior, and they became believers uh, that very day. Um, and Peter saw that and experienced that and recognized, oh, that's what this is all about, and that you now want us to go to the Gentiles, and that really it's not about whether you're Jewish or Gentile, it's about whether you have a heart to hear the truth in which Cornelius was given the answer. So think about it in a couple of different ways. Uh, with uh, Cornelius, your prayers are answered. He could have just said, well, just tell me the answer. And by the way, the angel could have told him, it's about Jesus, here's the answer, you gotta receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, here's the solution that you're looking for. Um, and he could have told Peter, who said, I'm wondering about this, he said, look, Peter, this is about the Gentiles, and uh, you call them uncommon, but they're or common, but they're not. Uh, they are uh, opportunistic for them to receive me as well, and it's all about the heart. He could have just given him the full answer, but he used both sides of this to say, let me be at work. I'm going to speak to both of you in a different way, but I'm going to use both of you to be able to come together uh, and receive truth by hearing my voice and working it step by step by step. And what I need you to do is to stay with me and take the steps and, and let me keep hearing uh, the voice so that um, when Peter finally spoke the truth of the death and resurrection of Jesus to Cornelius and his family, Cornelius understood that was God speaking to him through Peter because he'd already set it up is I'm answering your prayer and here's how I'm going to do it. With Peter, it was because of the situation with the Gentiles that were being sent to get him and explain it to him. He opened up the vision uh, to the truth of it and he kept hearing God's voice. And while he was walking from uh, Joppa to Caesarea, uh, what does this mean? Are you telling me it's, it's the Gentiles? We're opening up the Gentiles. And he's having conversation with God that, that worked both sides of the deal. So that uh, pondering and processing uh, is uh, the opportunity to let him speak something. Don't reject what you're, what you're hearing, even though you may not understand it, and continue to go forward with uh, pondering, considering, and he says, I'll keep giving you instruction, I'll keep giving you thoughts, I'll keep giving you ideas, and the dots will be connected. Uh, and you just have to have a heart to go and recognize that pondering, processing, meditating, questioning, those are all part of the process of hearing God's voice to get clarity about it, and they both got clarity about it. Um, and so we'll uh, end it there, uh, Kathy, uh, has a carpet cleaner in her house right now, uh, which she's had to process with them. Um, and so she that's why she's uh, uh, exited a little bit, uh, but no problem. Uh, we'll continue. And just if you have questions about this, about how God works it, and what about the validity of pondering and considering and questioning and walking and forward, but listening to what God is saying, he'll give you clarity if you have a heart to go. There's no system to it. It's about the, the, the beauty of it. So if you have that, send it to questions at uh, bidenministries.com and we'll be happy to uh, receive it. So in, uh, in Christ, we just thank you that uh, you worked both sides of this deal and that you did provide answers, you did speak, 
you, you both of them had a heart to hear and they heard and they understood it. And so may you do that for us as we clarify that. And uh, we just pray for the privilege of that uh, as we uh, go forward. And thank you now in Christ's name. Amen. Uh, and so we'll look forward to picking this up uh, next time. We have more uh, discussion about the, how this works of revelation, insight, thoughts, ideas, processing, uh, and it's a great part and a wonderful part of walking with God. So we thank you and we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.